in every experience where I've gone in totally scared, not wanting to do it, I go in and I do it and I always come away feeling so accomplished and so pleased with myself and just that extra little boost, you know, when you go back to thinking about the inner child work, there's an, a little girl in there that, that lacks confidence and she still presents even though I'm not that person anymore. So it's like, it's being mindful of these outdated patterns and how they play out in your life. Hello and welcome to Her Power the Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. This podcast is for the women who are out there really wanting to heal from the pain of the past and connect with the greatest possible opportunities to see just how good life can get. So I am coming at you today. It is a Tuesday evening. It's the first Tuesday of the holidays. I'm recording live from <laughs> from my living room. It's been a bit of a kerfuffle trying to get everything um, sorted, technical issues and whatnot. My little one is still awake. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to come back to the podcast like the first week of um, the six weeks holidays wasn't a, wasn't a wise choice, but I'm itching to come back, so we're going to make it work. But what's that? What that's making me acknowledge is just how much it really depends on how you feel on the day as to what you bring to the episodes. So today, first day of the holiday, I took the little one to. There was a community event at the local pony centre. It's like an inner city pony centre that I didn't even know existed. So I took her there. She got to meet the horses and groom the horses. And um, she got to have a little ride on a pony, um, which was really cute. And then we went to the park and we had a little picnic. So it's been quite an active day for me. So now I'm kind of like, yeah, let's do this. Because if I don't do it today, what's the excuse going to be tomorrow? And I said, I'm back now. So I'm back. (laughs) So I hope you have had a good week. I'm wondering what have been the key themes for you over the course of the last week. There's usually something that we can look back and think about. Oh, yeah, that was a key theme for me over the last week. The last, how many times am I going to say the last week? (laughs) The last week for me, one of the key themes that I noticed or that I was working with was that of fear. Now, fear is something that has been prevalent in my life for, for many years. And it's been the root cause of a lot of anxiety And I think for me, a lot of it stems back to really when I lost my boyfriend very suddenly uh, when I was 18 years old. And that moment really just knocked me off kilter, really impacted my mental health in a a negative way. And I, I was stuck there for a very long time. And my life was ruled by fear, fear of something going wrong, um, at any given moment. So what we'll probably find as we go through these episodes is like, we're what, 66 episodes into this podcast now, is there's going to be repeating subjects. And I think for me, because there's certain key themes that always crop up in my life, I will naturally keep coming back to them. But what I enjoy about life is how as we grow and encounter new experiences, we're able to have new perspectives on old subjects, really, or things that we've been dealing with for a long time. So, An interesting thing for me 
about Thea is just how much I've grown as a person over the last, in particular, the last 12, 12 years, I would say. Yeah, before that, I was in a very, very difficult place when it came to fear. It actually stopped me living. I wouldn't leave the house. I wouldn't um, go anywhere. I couldn't take any sort of risks. I needed to know. When I say risks, I'm talking about getting on my usual tube at a different door. For me, that was like a huge risk. And even the thought of having to get on the tube in a different place kind of um, sent me into a panic attack. I just couldn't handle, I had very rigid thinking, I couldn't handle any sort of change or have any flexibility in the way that I was approaching the day because of this underlying fear um, that then created essentially anxiety disorder, which presented itself as generalised anxiety disorder and PTSD. And it's been a long journey coming out of it. Um, And even though I have really come a long way, I always notice that undercurrent that that still sits there. I spent so many years being programmed into this fearful way of thinking that even though now I've done, you know, 12 years of consciously trying to move beyond it, I still have moments where it comes up and I have to try and figure out how I'm going to manage it. So over the last week, I think last time, during the last episode, I said that I was going to be speaking um, at the Wildflowers of London event, which was an amazing event. And shout out to Lou Nylander, the amazing Lou. Everybody needs a Lou in their lives. The world is a better place for Lou. If you don't know her, then you should get to know her and um, definitely get down to one of her Wildflowers of London's events. See, this is what happens when you try and record after a long day. Her Wildflowers of London events. Um, so Lou invited me to come and speak to her community and I'm no stranger to speaking. I've got a podcast. I speak to people all the time. I, I've done panel stuff. I've done, I've done lots of speaking in public over the years, but this was different because this was like my first solo speaking to a live audience situation that wasn't a workshop and it and somehow in my head it felt so big because I hadn't necessarily done anything like that before and I'm presenting my own story my own journey which is something that I do on the podcast but also then tying that into presenting my framework the inner world alchemy framework which is the framework that I use and that I've been using to help to guide other women through these stages of coming through adversity and connecting to your potential so it was quite a big thing for me and my head really amplified that sense of it being a big thing so I started to get quite nervous and I was having all these fears playing out in my head because I can think of so many times in the past where I've gone to do speaking things or I've done speaking things and because the anxiety has been so strong inside it's been um it hasn't necessarily been a very pleasant experience and it was something that I thought that I'd never really want to get into or do much of just because of how uncomfortable it made me feel but I decided well I wouldn't even say I've decided, but just the way that my life has started to unfold, particularly since I've had this spinal cord injury, it's like I 
have to use my voice to share what I feel like the messages that I'm trying to share and that is one of like hope and possibility in the face of difficult things and I can't do that by staying silent so this new mission has kind of taken me well out of my comfort zone on many occasions um so yeah I mean I recently did some filming with the Cam Lions team I did some filming last year with um Treasure Tress I've done filming with Barbie I've done filming with London Real. I've done lots I've had lots of opportunities to do stuff like oh the London Real one <laughs> that was like the first um thing that I did that made me so nervous that my face pretty much froze it's like my mouth I couldn't move my mouth my mouth went all tight and I couldn't get my mouth so much fear and anxiety and cortisol running from my body that I just like I started seizing up but I got into it so it's all these instances that I can think about from the past where my anxiety and fear has inhibited my ability to just relax and present how I want to present so it was like coming up to the event and in the day before I started noticing that like I was getting a little bit of a sore throat but to me it was interesting because I never really get sore throat so it was interesting how I'm, I'm I've got this sort of fear on a subconscious well not even just a subconscious level but conscious level fear about using my voice and speaking to people and it started to manifest in this this feeling in my throat which funnily enough disappeared like the day after I'd done I'd done the talk so it's interesting how these feelings um find a way within your body as well to like help you to become more tuned into like what you're experiencing so before I used to be kind of disjointed from my fear it was something that I used to feel but I, I wasn't consciously engaging with it so I knew that on the other side of having done this this public speaking thing I was going to be feeling much better and I, I got to a point where I was just like right I just need to get it done now you know I was excited and I was trying to use that anxiety as excitement rather than fear but yeah my head was just playing it over and over again I'm like what if I dry up on the night what if I don't know what to say what if what if what if and I'm like you know a few people gave me some some sage advice about you know talking in public is like nobody knows what you're going to say so just say what you've got to say and um yeah, nobody knows your story like you know your story. So there's another thing as well as like sitting in front of people and talking through my experiences and my story. And then you realise, well, that's actually quite a lot of stuff. And it does, you know, it is quite a heavy story to share. And then you get that sort of feeling where you're a bit like, oh, you feel like you've just taken your clothes off and sat in front of everyone like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, hello. And um yeah, so there there are moments when even in, you know, sharing authentically that I am a bit like, oh, is this, you know, is this a lot? Is this too much? But then it's the feedback afterwards that comes that it's in those moments of difficulty that other women are able to say, well, you know what, like, yeah, I experienced that or thank you for speaking up about that because that's something that I've had and, you know, nobody really talks about it. So it's those things that spur me on because it's that it's that feedback that I've been getting especially since I've started this podcast that lets me know that I'm not alone in these challenges and in these struggles and in me being willing to be like this is uncomfortable but 
yeah, this was a difficult time. This was something that I struggled with. These are one of my fears. Then it just helps other people to think like, you know, we are human and this is part of human and you can have these challenges and feel these, you know, feelings of discomfort, but still push ourselves. And in every experience where I've gone in, like totally scared, not wanting to do it, possibly avoided it at all costs previously, I go in and I do it and I always come away feeling so accomplished and so pleased with myself and just that extra little boost because, you know, for me, there is a little girl still within me. You know, when you go back to thinking about the inner child work, there's an, a little girl in there that that lacks confidence and she still presents even though I'm not that person anymore so it's like it's being mindful of these outdated patterns and how they play out in your life and how they show up and recognizing them and knowing that that's not you now like I know that me the woman that I am now with everything that I've been through everything that I've learned I'm not scared to speak in public. I do it all the time. It's just all of a sudden I've put this label on it and it's turned into this thing that I was scared of in the past. And now I'm playing that out. But actually, you know, this is when you need to stop and check yourself and be like, am I that person now? Am I that, you know, 13-year-old that had to speak in front of a group of people and then got all scared and didn't know what to say? And it, it... It's going back and thinking about all the times where I allowed the fear to stop me and that frustration and um, disappointment, that sense of disappointment that you get when you feel like, oh, I should have done that and I didn't do it and I let, you know, X, Y and Z get in my way and um, I don't want to live with those feelings anymore because I can think of so many opportunities in the past where I you know, didn't do something, didn't pursue something because I was scared and there was this this uh, this fear that, that lies within. So what is on the other side of fear? This sense of accomplishment and this thing that then makes you want to go on and do even more. And I'm wondering if there's things in your life at the moment that you're putting off because of fear, because maybe you haven't even examined what that fear is even about, but there's a resistance, something in you that's stopping you from sort of connecting with this, this dream, the vision, like the ultimate vision that you can have for yourself. Perhaps you don't even believe it's possible because there's all these stories playing out from the past that are telling you that it's not possible. And if I think back to like, you know, where I was 20 years ago, so much of what I'm doing now I would never have thought was possible and it's interesting now as a mom like I said I took my um I took my daughter pony riding today and she wouldn't brush the pony at first because she was so frightened and this dog's come up and she's you know she's all on edge because she doesn't like dogs coming up to her and um you know she didn't even want to touch the pony and I was really thinking back to like me in those days what did I need? What encouragement did I need? I remember a time when I was at um, Brownies and we had this opportunity to do this abseiling and I climbed all the way to the top top of this, whatever it was, wooden structure. And I stood at the top and I was like, I can't do it. And I couldn't do it. So I had to climb back down rather than abseiling and everyone else was down there celebrating you know what they'd achieved and I just had this had to sit with this sense of disappointment in myself because 
I bottled it basically. So I'm just looking at my daughter and thinking, what can I do here to build her confidence in this moment so that she's not having unnecessary moments where she's, she's, you know, she's feeling that sense of disappointment because she hasn't done it. And instead she's feeling that sense of pride and accomplishment because she stepped out and, and she did it. And today I was so surprised when she got on on the pony, um, especially because beforehand they sort of take you around and introduce introduce you to the horses, and you're learning all about the horse, and um, they give you the little brush, and she had a little curry comb they call it, and uh, they told us how to brush the horse, so it's like a nice massage for them. Um, and she wouldn't, yeah, I had to sort of put my hand on her hand and help her to do it, but she was not keen to do it. And when they took us into the bit where they go running around, there's probably a more technical term for it, um, and just to go and sort of stand on this little podium thing to help her get onto the pony, I was thinking she's going to, I think she's going to, you know, I was doubting that she was going to do it because, you know, she was so anxious before, but I was so proud when she did it. And it was so beautiful then as she was going around on this little pony, her looking at me and us having that eye contact and she looking at me like, I did it, mummy, I'm doing it, mummy. I was like, yes, kid, you're doing it. So I'm thinking of all the lessons that I've learned through my life and where I can kind of, you know, make sure that I'm instilling that confidence into her so that she's not coming up against these say these same challenges that I've experienced throughout the years. So how does fear show up for you? Where is fear preventing you from really connecting in with that that ultimate potential of yours? So I wrote a few things down earlier in just some ways that I've noticed that fear shows up for me. So in self-doubt. So yeah, again, this is more of an an outdated pattern because now I do I believe in myself in such a way that I never used to before, but I used to constantly doubt myself you know particularly as a teenager I think that's where that really stemmed from for me um and then when you've got that doubt and when you've got that lack of confidence that sort of ties in with the anxiety and the fear of going outside your comfort zone it's easy to procrastinate so when I think back to all these different ideas I've had in the past and different things that have come through that I'm like oh I need to I want to do this or you know, I'd love to do that, but then something inside me had stopped me from going on to do it again. Usually, this this resistance within. But once I started to really spend a lot of time in visualization, thinking about what what is it that I really want to create in my life now that isn't going to be hindered by patterns from the past. So it's allowing yourself that time to connect with that vision for yourself and think about where you want to be five years from now and what does that look like in its most epic sense what does your life look like five years from now if you're really living your best life and um, connecting to your potential and I'd really invite you to spend some time just going into that and having to think about how how good can life get five years from now And I think the more time that you spend nurturing that vision, the more you start to believe it, the more you start to adjust your nervous system to it, the more it begins to feel possible and the less distance there is between you and that goal. 
And then you start noticing how you're prepared to take aligned action to move you slightly closer to that goal. So, yeah, I'm wondering what lives on the other side of fear for you. What would you do tomorrow if you had no fear, no reservations, if nothing was holding you back? Yeah, have a little journal around that or have a little ponder around that and just start to connect with with what you would do if fear wasn't the thing or if fear was not getting in the way. Where would you be heading five years from now? Because it's something that you can do, you know, it's something that you can start moving towards. It doesn't have to feel like this this totally alien concept. Just start connecting with that as a possibility and you'll be absolutely amazed at how not only you step up to that vision of yourself, but how things around you in the universe start to conspire to support you there. So with that, I think I'm going to keep it short and sweet today um, just because... I am quite tired and I am trying to see how we can we can keep this conversation going and, you know, live with a, dis- a disability and be a mother to a small child and not put too much pressure, pressure on ourselves to seek perfection, but just to get it done. Um, yeah, I think that has to be, it is like, what can we do to get this done without causing ourselves too much unnecessary stress or you know overly pursuing perfection and as a Virgo that's a challenge but I want to keep it real I want to keep it consistent and um yeah I want to keep the conversation going regardless of how I'm feeling on the day that's quite an interesting way to sort of see how you interface with life anyway depending on how you're feeling on any given day So you can head on over to zoefox.co.uk and if you're interested, you can download the Empowered Life Assessment. And in the Empowered Life Assessment, there are 12 questions that are really going to help you just reflect on what it is that you want from life, what your motivations to do that. And it all ties in with what we've been talking about, really. And I think once you get clear, like I've already said, it helps it to become you know, really achievable. So start having a little think about it. And then we've also got the Manifest Your Perfect Day planner on the website, which is something that you can go through at the end of the day just to help you to reconnect with yourself so you can head into the next day with more intention. Um, Yeah, I find real value in doing that, like just getting clear the day before and then you wake up the next day and you, you know, you know where you're going, you know what you're doing and it helps you to really focus. So, yep, those are free downloads on the website. And um, I think that's it today. I will come back again next week and hopefully I'll be a little bit more energised. But big love. Peace out. I hope you have a great week ahead. Hit me up on the socials. Let me know what, you know, what's standing in your way at the moment. I'd be interested to have a conversation. Um, You can catch me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox. And yeah, that's it. Big love. Peace out. And I'll catch you next week.